Welcome to the first podcast in our podcast series, Good Practice in Teaching. In this first episode, I'll be talking to Miriam Firth from the School of Education, Environment and Development. Miriam will be talking to me about her experience of dual delivery of teaching. This is where we use extra cameras and microphones to allow students who are not on campus to join in campus-based teaching. There's understandably some concern about the introduction of this way of teaching for this coming semester. So we thought it would be useful to talk to somebody who has already used it to see how they got on. Hi, Miriam. Thanks for joining me today. I understand you've been using dual delivery equipment over the summer. I wondered if this was your first experience of using this kind of equipment. Hi Becky, thanks so much for asking me to contribute to this podcast today and yes you're absolutely right this was the first time that I have been using the dual technology um, although obviously we've been using a lot of new technology over the last year it was this summer that was the first opportunity I had to be able to utilize it. That's great and um, it'd be really useful for people I guess who are maybe in your position and have never used this equipment before to find out a little bit more so I wonder just generally if you could tell us a little bit about how you found using the equipment. So I attended a training session run by eLearning uh, back in July and I attended that online training session to understand what the kit looked like and to see how it works in different setups and then this summer I actually then used it in a room on campus to have a play with ultimately and, and to see how it worked um, in the different functions that are available um, within one of our central timetabling rooms. The setup was really straightforward and um, it, it's pretty much like a classroom with a web camera. Um, it uses Zoom and we've all been well, I think we're all now experts at Zoom after the last year that we've all had. Um, and it was very much about just integrating that addition within a usual classroom experience. I really enjoyed the ease at which the setup was able to be completed. And also setting up the breakout rooms was really easy. And it was really enjoyable to see in practice how we can make the move back onto campus using the technology um, but in a lot of ways once I was then in the room and, and using that it isn't new technology it's technology we've all been using for the last year um, and I found it a really successful and effective way to teach on campus. What would you say to anybody who was worried about using this dual delivery uh, equipment? Well I think it's perfectly natural for all of us to feel um, you know, worried or a little bit apprehensive in not only coming back onto campus, but using new technology. But I think, as I said before, when you realize through the training and through them being in a room that it is a webcam addition to, to our classrooms and that it's using Zoom, which all of us have been frequently using over the last year, um, those anxieties and apprehensions go away very quickly. And, you know, we're all very much looking forward to being back on campus and being back with our students. And it becomes something that you get used to. Um, and I think that it will, once we're back on campus and in those rooms, once you've got that technology with you, it is very straightforward. And it is using technology that we have all been using in the last year. So I think it will be fine once you're back on. But I think everybody is is usually apprehensive after a, perhaps a summer of research or, or supervision as well. You know, when you've had a break from teaching and you go back into teaching those large cohorts again, it's completely natural. Um, 
but it isn't the large change that we've gone through in a number of different circumstances in the last 18 months. It's a much smoother transition um, and the change is minimal comparatively. Well, if I could just ask another kind of follow up on that, I think people are worried about um, not being able to move around in the classroom as they would normally do. I wondered how if you could tell us how that felt, whether you felt that you were kind of had to stand on one spot and couldn't do what you would normally do when you were when you were talking in a classroom. I have to say, I don't think my own movement and teaching within the room felt affected. I mean, maybe maybe that's me, but when you're back in the classroom, it just felt completely natural and I just taught the same as usual. I know that the learners were able to hear me, they were able to see the slides and the information I was delivering, so I was able to move around very freely and the remote students could see me and could hear me clearly and I could also see when questions were, were asked and posed. So I didn't feel as though I was stuck to a specific spot. I didn't feel as though I had to do that or I was constantly being aware of that um, because the technology was an add-on and it integrates so well that you can do that very effectively. The sound in particular picks up brilliantly. Um, so I, I, I didn't feel that that was an issue that needed to be overcome or, or needed particular attention. I wondered if you've got any kind of tips from your experience to, to share with people who maybe haven't used this equipment yet. Yeah, I think it's the same tips or very similar tips for when we are going into a new room on campus. You know, before we go into that room, getting there a little bit early, um, checking that everything's up and on and ready to go. Um, the usual tips in making sure Blackboard has the clear information so that there's the Zoom link for everyone um, who's working remotely and that there is the clear room for people attending on campus. Um, making sure that students are aware that the technology is added into the room and that that will mean that there might need to be some pauses. But that's exactly the same as when you have questions within the room um, when within the group. I think also some flexibility in terms of your plans for the delivery as well. And again, I'm not saying that there's anything new in this in terms of the tips, because we all know when we go into a room to teach a group of students, there might not be the same number as is on the register. Some of the students who you've asked to do the pre-session task might not have completed that. So there is a lot of usual tips required when we're going back onto campus. And I think being open and honest with students, if you have, you know, if it's the first class that you're delivering with the dual delivery technology, simply informing that class, that group, that this is the first time. It's the first time I'm using this. Please bear with me if I have to pause or if I have to sort something out. And, you know, there will be tasks where you'll be able to participate and, and, and support me as we continue through this. And I think another thing that will be really useful for colleagues to utilise similarly to, to previous experiences of teaching is asking the students to be champions within that classroom as well. So when you set out a breakout discussion, usually in a breakout, there is one person who is nominated or self-nominated to then feed back. The same can happen with our remote students. So if you have one person who is looking out for the online remote learners and feeding back through the chat, you're then very aware of any questions arising. Um, any pauses, anything that isn't getting through, and then you're able to manage that class effectively. But I wouldn't say that those tips are specific at all to dual delivery. 
Mm. And again, as I've as I've said, um, Becky, I do think that once we're all back in those rooms after a week or so, it will just become usual again. And it isn't as big a change from my experience as the change from going from on-campus teaching to online. And I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but the last year was my first experience delivering and teaching courses online. And that was, a, I, I feel that that was a much larger change and, and larger learning curve to go through. You know, we're now all experts on Zoom use. We can all use the breakout rooms. Uh, the pedagogy behind it is always our own choice, always you know flexible for us. And I'm sure that once our colleagues have also gone through the training and then been in these classrooms, they will, like me, find it, you know, just normal um, and they will really enjoy. And I know everyone is just so looking forward to being back in those rooms with our students. Thanks so much, Miriam, for sharing your experiences with us today. If you'd like more information about dual teaching and training available, you can find a link where you found this podcast today or contact me, Becky Bennett, for more information.